Sirius XM Sports Podcasts presents Mad Dog's Daily Bite with Christopher Russo. And good afternoon, everybody! We're going to start with the Yankees and the Angels right now as far as um, uh, where we stand with those two teams. Let's do the Angels first, and it's really about Otani. It has nothing to do with the Angels, who are not making the playoffs. They are a game under 500, no trout for the foreseeable future. Angels do not have the depth of starting pitching that you need to have a chance to uh, be a postseason team. They don't have a depth of a lineup either. Too much, too top-heavy, and much too much money uh, allocated to basically three players uh, in trout making $436 million, Rendon making $250-something million, Otani making plenty, too. He's earned it. The other two have not. Well, I guess Trout has. Uh, Rendon hasn't. Um, but, again, paying Trout all that money, $436 million, kills you for the rest of the ball club. And the Angels uh, right now, a game under five hundred. Good win last night. The idea that somehow Aaron Boone should walk Otani in the bottom of the seventh inning with a 3-1 lead with uh, a man on first and two out and don't pitch to him is one of the dumbest uh, and that's where the Yankee fan loses all credibility to me. I mean, the Yankee fan is so down on Cashman and Boone that they look for everything to knock the two of them on and I guess the latest, now it wasn't me or Steve Torrey who wanted this happening, but I guess the latest was that yes, some Yankee fans on Twitter, and you can throw that out the window on the Twitter, but some Yankee fans wanted uh, Boone to walk Otani, put the winning run, the tying run on base and a run at second base in the bottom of the seventh inning. I mean, listen, uh, I think Boone's, I'm not a huge Boone fan either. Uh, To me, uh, you know, I don't see a lot of uh, improvement with him and the ball club in the last six, seven years. Uh, He's way too friendly with his players. He never reads on the riot act. Uh, They have an easy, they still run lousy on the bases and if they don't hit the home run, they they lose and he's not great with the bullpen either. Uh, But again, uh, you know, I think Boone's a good man and I think he's done what he can. He's had a lot of injuries this year. And nobody's going to feel sorry for the Yankees with that payroll. But the idea now that we're going to criticize Boone yesterday because he didn't walk Otani in the seventh inning is one of the dumbest things I've ever heard in my life. Otani's not Babe Ruth. It's not the bottom of the ninth inning of Game 7 of the World Series. you got to pitch to him in that situation. Now, do you have to throw a lay-in fastball? Maybe not, but you got to pitch to him. Now, he hit a fastball 9 million miles to left center, uh, and it's bad execution by King, but he has to be pitched to there. So, But the issue really is Otani. And what are the, that's the first half. We'll do the Yankees in a minute. But the issue is Otani and what the Angels are going to do with him because this is, uh, you know, he's having a tremendous season. He's not going to break Judge's home run record. I know he's on pace, you know, to basically match it. And who knows when we are going to see him again on the mound. He's had some issues there with that cracked fingernail slash blister. So I think they'd be careful of how they utilize him there. He's a DH, so he can get his four bats a game and not do, you know, and run the bases and do what he does. And if he pitches again, eventually he'll pitch again. He pitches only once a week anyway. Uh, but the idea now that, um, you know, uh, I, I, I think they, you know, I don't think they should trade him. And I think, I know everybody thinks they should, and they got to listen, whatever that might mean. Sure, you're going to listen. You know, if the Texas Rangers pick up the phone and call Menaji and the GM, I mean, of course, he was going to hang up the phone. Yeah, he's going he's gonna to listen to what Chris Young has to say, just in case Chris Young offers nine guys and, you know, eight of his best prospects. Same thing goes with the Dodgers. 
If they call Seattle, you know, over that team might be the Giants. I mean, they're going to listen. I mean, you know, but listening doesn't mean anything. I mean, you got to go out there and really want to trade them. And I just don't think the owner and every trade or discussion or, you know, any trade you make on that level, this is not a backup shortstop where you don't have to run it by the owner. But a guy of Otani's ilk, that move cannot be made unless the owner says, okay. So they can scrap together the greatest trade in the history of mankind, Emmett Smith, Minnesota Vikings. I, mean, I should say Herschel Walker, Minnesota Vikings, and they got Emmett Smith. You can do anything you want. The bottom line is no, that trade cannot be consummated unless the actual owner decides to pull the trigger. And I just don't think that Audie Marino is going to agree to trade Otani. I mean, I, again, uh, I, 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 I just don't see it. I don't think he wants it on his tombstone. Uh, you know, the the Red Sox traded Ruth. Now, the Red Sox traded Ruth in the offseason. Uh, and, you know, that ended up in the curse of the Bambino. Uh, I, I just don't think, you know, for two months, a rental, I'm not sure what you're getting anyway. Albeit, it might be a little better than what you get with the, uh, with the draft pick when he does leave. So, I mean, you know, theoretically, you'll get better. But I just don't think the, the Angels, who probably have about, what, 20, 25 games after the deadline home games? Let's take a look at that right now. The Angels have currently played uh, 47, 48 home games after tomorrow afternoon. So they have uh, 33 home games to go, roughly. So that's about 11 series. Uh, they tra- train deadlines in two weeks. So that's play another. You know, they have nine series left in their season when the deadline comes and goes. So they have nine, about 27 games. So that's nine series of that ballpark being completely desolate and empty if you trade Otani. And I know that, you know, again, you can't judge it on, you know, a few series at the end of the year when you're out of it anyway, and how many folks are going to actually go to the ballpark, and I hate the park anyway, as I told you last year. How many people are going to go to the ballpark in late August anyway when the Angels are out of it, even if Otani is pitching? I get that, but he puts them and keeps the team in the conversation. He keeps the team in the newspapers, and I just don't think that the owner's going to trade him. So you can, I know Steve Phillips thinks I'm wrong, I know a lot of the reporters are going to be looking at all these sorts of tea leaves to see if they can find a sign that indicates that Otani is up is on the market. N- none of them know because the only person it's up the, the Marino the only person who knows is you know is the son daughter or relative who sits at the dinner table with Arnie Marino. I mean that, nobody else and maybe Menagerie has got a little idea. That's it. Nobody else knows. You know, nobody knows. I mean because nobody's talking to the owner on a day in day out basis with that franchise except the GM. You know, he's, you know what, do you, what do you think? Uh, Mark Gubas is talking to the owner? Nobody knows. He does the broadcast. Nobody knows. So, uh, but I just, just my feeling on it, I don't think they're going to want to unload him. So I think he will be an angel the rest of the year. Now, I don't think he's going to sign there. And you can argue, if you wish, that that's a bad decision by the franchise because you're going to get more by trading him now than you would if you uh, let him walk as a free agent. But maybe Marino still thinks he has a chance to get him re-signed. He has no chance to get him re-signed if they trade him. All right, they're not going to trade him to a team, Seattle, Dodgers, whomever that might be, and then bring him back as a free. That is not going to happen. Once you allow him to see and smell a pennant race for another franchise, the idea that that still enables you, if you do that, to bring him back, uh uh-uh. So once you do trade him, he definitely is gone. Maybe Marino thinks he's still got a chance to keep him. And if that's the case, he's got to let him stay for the rest two months of the year. 
work on him in the clubhouse, you know, uh, behind the scenes, talk to the agent, you know, do everything you can to make him want to stay in Anaheim despite the fact the team is bad again. And you can't do that if he's playing for Texas. Can't. So I think he stays. Now, as far as the Yankees are concerned, uh, you know, listen, um, the Yankees struck out 17 times last night to Gifford Canning, all right? The Yankees have not hit. They're all of a sudden, and they rely on their bullpen way too much. Their bullpen is beginning to implode. I don't know why Garrett Cole only went six pitches, six innings on Sunday afternoon. Yes, he threw 100-some-odd pitches, but he, and he struck out 13. But why don't you extend them in the next inning when you're nursing a 3-1 lead? They didn't do that. They go to their bullpen. Their bullpen gives up six runs in five innings. Bullpen last night gets bombed again. They give up uh, whatever they gave up, three runs in three, in three or four innings. Uh, when you go to that bullpen and your formula says bullpen, third time through the lineup, get the starter out of there. All the things that you and I have read about all these years that drives you crazy that these teams and these managers do what the front office tells them to do. You know, it, we've seen how many times has it burned these teams in postseason play? Go ask Kevin Cash. I mean, it's burned them consistently in postseason play. It's destroyed them. They've lost championships. Look what happened last year with Alvarez and Alvar- and uh, 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 the pitcher, the lefty pitcher, Alvarado, for the uh, Phillies when he took uh, Zach Wheeler. I mean, uh, Thompson did. One of the worst decisions uh, because third time through the lineup and it kills these managers left and right in postseason play. They take out a pitcher who has it for a pitcher who they don't know if he has it and it turns out the reliever doesn't have it and you lose the game. Uh, and, you know, to a certain degree, that's happening to the Yankees right now. Uh, you know, uh, the Yankees are a hit the ball out of the ballpark most teams are anyway but the Yankees are a hit the ball out of the ballpark team Um, you know uh, they are going to rely on the long ball and if they don't hit the long ball and right now Rizzo hasn't hit a home run in 40 something games Judge isn't playing Stanton is too streaky Donaldson is out Uh, if the Yankees don't hit the ball out of the ballpark they're not going to win and right now, uh, it's conceivable, and this is weird for me to say this because I have been, you know, all oh, the Yankees will get themselves together. They're the Yankees. Here comes Judge. You know, the division isn't lost, a la, say, for the Mets with Atlanta. You can bounce back and still make the playoffs. But the Yankees right now, for the first time that I've said this, they've played 95 games. Uh, they're 50 and 45. They got 67 to go. For the first time all year, I, uh, it's possible in my, I can see the idea that the Yankees won't make the playoffs. I mean, they're four games back of Toronto and Toronto's a third place team in the American League East. Uh, There's only so many teams that are going to make the playoffs. Uh, You know, I know you can finish in third and get in, but the third, you know, and you theoretically you can finish in fourth. And that, I guess, could happen uh, in the American League because the Yankees could have a better record than Houston. But right now they're four back of Toronto who's in third place, and Toronto is, you know, five back of Baltimore, who's, you know, theoretically based on loss, kind of winning the division. So they are four back of the Blue Jays sitting in fourth, uh, sitting in fifth place because the Yankees are behind the Red Sox right now. <clears throat> so I actually should say the Yankees are a game back of Boston who's sitting there in fourth place, not so much the Blue Jays who are in third place. But let's say for argument purposes, the Yankees and Red Sox are theoretically tied. So the Yankees are four games back in a loss column, and they only got 67 games to go. They played, you know, what, 59, 60% of their season, and they're four games back of the Blue Jays. 
And then if you look at Houston, forget Seattle. If you look at Houston, who is uh, essentially has the same record as Toronto, they're 10 over, Toronto's 12 over. And Houston is 52 and 42. Does anybody think that Dusty's not going to figure out a way to get them into the postseason? So the Yankees currently right now, if the postseason started today, you'd have Tampa, Baltimore, Toronto, Minnesota, and Texas. <clears throat> and the Astros. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Uh, three, yeah, and the Astros. Because you'd have Minnesota as the, as the third seed. You'd have Texas as the two seed. I know theoretically uh, Tampa is the one seed. Baltimore is the four seed. Toronto is the five, and the Astros are the six. So the Yankees currently right now trail Houston since they are in the sixth spot. They trail Houston by three games in a loss column. They haven't played the Astros yet. The Yankees never beat the Astros. They've gotten murdered by them. They can talk about the 17 thing all they want. The Yankees lost a loss to 19, and the Yankees got swept last year. They never beat the Astros, and they lost the wild card game before that. So the Yankees have been knocked out of the playoffs four times by the Astros in the last eight years. They never beat them. Never. But, and, and they have two series remain with it, remaining with them. But right now, the Yankees are three games back of Houston. They're a game back of Boston. And they're four back of the, uh, of the Blue Jays for third place in the division. Current, you can theoretically make a case right now that the Yankees, who I'm sure Brian Cashman is on the phone, who has been there for a quarter of a century, and they haven't won a pennant with the largest payroll in the sport from an aggregate standpoint in the last 13 years. Not this year, the largest payroll. But if you look at the average salary in the sport with teams since 2009 I'm sure the Yankees have the highest average and he's had the highest average to, to, to deal with and Cashman's been there uh, you know, for 25 years and they have not made the World Series in 14 since 2009 and that's a long I haven't won a pennant since 2009 that is a long time I do I expect them to win every year? No but I mean I, 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 the Dodgers have made the World Series sometimes here they made the World Series in 2017. They made the World Series in 2020. I mean, the Dodgers have made the World Series. And then they, they won the World Series in 2020. The Yankees haven't done anything. So that is a standpoint where, and the manager, who is a, you know, the right arm of Cashman, and, you know, Cashman and him, they, you know, uh, uh, Boone is in good, sh- as long as Cashman is in, uh, is in essence uh, in a good slot, so is Boone. But Cashman did fire the hitting coach this year, first time he's ever done that. Uh, the team is constructed very, very poorly. And he's got a manager who, you know, it's just not going to, he's going to protect his ball club. And he's, you know, why does Rizzo, how about giving Rizzo a few days off? Let's start with that. Rizzo is hitting 196 since the middle of May and has not hit a home run in 41 games. How about we sit Rizzo down for a few games? Just sit him down. I understand you gave him a lot of money, and we all like Rizzo, and he's, I mean, he's, he's, he's slumping right now. I understand that. But how about if we just, you know, we don't, we don't play him for a series. He doesn't play. Case closed. Let him sit down, re- recalibrate, you know, work with new coach Sean Casey as the batting coach. Why don't we just sit him down? Why don't we do that? Uh, you know, Boone throws the same lineup out there day in, and now he can't with Donaldson out, but the same lineup in there day in and day out. You know, Stanton, you know, he hits a home run or he strikes out. I mean, it's, it, it's a very strange team. But for the first time in a very long time, and this is the latest, the Yankees have been a last-place team in the American League East since 1992. That's 31 years. For the first time in a long time, and I used to, 
beg that the Yankees are out of it. And I used to throw in the 1965 theme with Joe Torre all the time. That was the first year of the Yankee demise after that unbelievable run they had from 1927 to 1920 to 1964. And that was the first time in 65 with Johnny Keene as the manager and Old Mantle and Old Maris where the Yankees fell apart. And I used to all the time ring up the echo of 1965 where the Yankees collapsed. And I was always wrong. This time in 2023 with the Yankees settled nicely in last place where the Yankees, again, as I just chronicled, a ways back of Toronto, three back of Houston, who they never beat, and they still have six left or seven left with them. Right now, the Yankees are on the verge of being gonzo in 2023, and that's a sh- and that is and that is a that's a disgrace. When you have two, it's one thing for the Mets, who we always kill. Go ahead, kill them all you want. But for the Yankees, with a two hundred sixty million, and they could talk about judges injury until the cows come home. For the Yankees, with a two hundred sixty million dollar payroll, to be fifty and forty five, and right now looking up at postseason teams, including teams like Tampa and the Orioles, that's not good. Want more Chris Russo? Listen to Mad Dog Unleashed weekdays from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern on Mad Dog Sports Radio, Sirius XM Channel 82. Mad Dog's Daily Bite is part of the Sirius XM Sports Podcast Network. If you've enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcasts.